Thank you for joining us this Thursday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And the title of our message is called Prepare to Meet Your God. It's found in the book of Amos chapter 4. So we've begun with Amos 1 and 2 and Amos 3, and now we're on chapter 4. Beginning with verse 1, it says, Hear this word, you cows of Basham, on Mount Samaria, you women who oppress the poor and crush the needy, and say to your husbands, Bring us some drinks. The Sovereign Lord has sworn by His holiness. The time will surely come when you will be taken away with hooks, the last of you with fish hooks. You will each go straight out through the breaks in the wall, and you will be cast outward or towards Harmon. And Harmon in the Hebrew, it tells us it's called the a mountain of oppression. Verse 4, go to Bethel and sin. Go to Gilgal and sin yet even more. Bring your sacrifices every morning, your tithe every three years. Burn the leavened bread as a thanksgiving offering and brag about your freewill offerings. Boast about them, you Israelites. For this is what you love to do, declares the Sovereign Lord. I gave you empty stomachs in every city and lack of bread in every town, yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. I was also, I also withheld the rain from you when the harvest was still three months away. I sent the rain on one town, but withheld it from another. One field had rain, another had none. It dried up. People stagger from town to town for water, but did not get enough to drink. Yet you have returned, you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. Many times I struck your gardens and your vineyards. I struck them with blight and with mildew. Locusts devour your fig trees and your olive trees, yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. I sent plagues among you, as I did to Egypt. I killed your young men with the sword, along with your captured horses. I filled your nostrils with stench of your camps, yet you have still not returned to me, declares the Lord. I overthrew some of you, as I overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. You were like a burning stick snatched from the fire, yet you have not yet returned to me, declares the Lord. Therefore, this is what I will do to you, Israel, and because I will do this to you, prepare to meet your God, O Israel. He who formed the mountains, created the winds, reveals his thought to man. He who turns dawn to darkness, and treads the high places of the earth. The Lord God Almighty is his name. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we <clears throat> thank you for this day. We thank you for your love and for your mercy. And we thank you for the book of Amos chapter 4. Lord, it wasn't only written to the nation of Israel, but it's also written for the church today. It's written for myself. It's written for those that listen. It's a response. The Lord is in control. It shows his great power and majesty. 
but it also shows God, God's anger. And we'll talk about that in a moment. We say, how can God be angry? But he can. But Lord, just be with us this day. Give me words and wisdom to bring forth today's podcast. Amen. Amen. Now, Amos chapter 4 was reminding Israel that their worship was an empty ritual. You know, they were going through the motions. They were displaying on the outwardly, on the outside, but there, no, there was no commitment inwardly. They were doing their duty. There was no change of heart, no change of mind, and no change of lifestyle. This message is also for you and I today. This message is for the church today. This message is for the nations of the world. As I mentioned in yesterday's message in Second Chronicles 7.14, and the scripture says, If my people are called by my name, will turn from their wicked ways and humble thyself, I will hear their prayer and I will heal their land. That's my paraphrased version. Let's look at it in the scripture. It says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. We need to seek the Lord today and turn from their wicked ways. It means a change. It means a change of heart, a change of mind, a change of lifestyle. So no matter where you're at today, it's reminding us that God will hear our prayers, that we have to humble ourselves before Almighty God. We have to seek His face. We have to turn from our wicked ways. You say, Pastor, I've been to church for years and I, I don't think I'm wicked. But is your heart right? Is your mind right? Are you living for Jesus today? That's what the writer was telling us in Amos chapter 4, he was reminding Israel, you, if you're going to talk the talk, you must walk it. You must believe it in your heart and in your mind. But the Bible goes on and tell us, tells us in Second Chronicles 7, 14, he says, Turn from your wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins. He'll forgive your sins. He'll forgive my sins. He'll forgive the sins of those nations that have turned against him. And it says, he will heal their land. Isn't that amazing? He will heal their land. So if you get a chance, you look at Second Chronicles chapter 7. From verse, you can look from verse... 13 on, you see where the plagues came to Israel. You see where the plagues were there in Joel. You can see even in Amos where the he talks about the waters dried up, the locusts were there, they thirst and they could not get, they could not quench their thirst. Now there's a story I want to share with you today from 1741, there was a man, John Edwards. Now, who was he? 
if you're from America, like I am, I, I didn't really know too much about him. He was, he's an American revivalist. He was a preacher, a philosopher, and a congregationalist. He was born October 5th, 1703, in East Windsor, Connecticut. Connecticut is a state in, in America, and East Windsor is the name of the city or the town. He died on March 22nd, 1758, in Princeton, New Jersey. He was 54 years old when he passed away. You say, but Pastor, what does that have to do with me? You know, what, is it, what does it matter whether I know about John Edwards or not? It's important because he was an ordained minister. He was ordained February 15th, 1727. He passed, he, uh, the church he pastored had a congregation of nearly 620 members. It's a very large church. It would be sort of like the colonial era of megachurch. It was customary for John Edwards to spend 13 hours a day in study of the Word. How many pastors take that long in one day or throughout the week to study their sermon? How many of us open the scriptures and read the Word and study the Word and meditate on the Word at least 13 hours during the week and say, Pastor, but I'm so busy. I don't have time. Well, I'm here to tell you, you need to make time. Do you need to spend 13 hours? Probably not. Unless you're going to study to be a theologian or a professor or, or sometimes even being a, a pastor or an evangelist. Now there was a great awakening that took place. A revival sweeping across the state of Massachusetts. That's a state within the north of the northeast of the United States. That was in 1740s. Now Jonathan Edwards delivered one of the most famous sermons of the colonial period. It was entitled, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. This sermon had frightening central image. It was telling them about a God that was angry. It was telling them about what was to come. But think about it today. In the book of Amos, he was reminding the nation of Israel, prepare to meet your God. Jonathan Edwards was basically saying the same thing. Edwards believed that people had fallen away from the demanding faith. A faith in Jesus Christ is demanding. God has things for you and I to do as Christians. It's not an easy life. It was, his message went on to say that he emphasized on God's grace that was essential to their salvation. We think of God's grace, you hear me mention it many times, God's unmerited favor. God thought about us when, 
when he sent Jesus to the cross. God thought about us to give us a hope, to give us redemption. Now, we were talking about revival. Revival would begin in Northampton Church that John Edwards preached at in 1730. It would become part of what is known as the Great Awakening. You know, we hear about Asbury University and what's happening there and other parts of the world, things are, things are breaking out with revival and God is doing great and miraculous things. I believe there's a great revival coming as we near the end times. Amos reminded Israel, prepare to meet your God. God was going to, going to make a judgment. Now Edward's sermon, Sinners at the Hands of an Angry God, sought to awaken people's faith. He, people said they got scared, they were, they were afraid. He wanted to awaken people's faith and their belief in God. He presented both positive and negative when you don't have faith in God. Images of God's power. We see this in Joel chapter 1 through 3. There was judgment. There was a call to repentance. And there was a call where God redeemed Israel. We see in Amos chapter 3, we see the same thing happening. The book of Amos also has the same thing happening. The nation of Israel is being called to task. Now Edwards, or Jonathan Edwards, wanted people to know and to experience God's presence. Not just to think about it. Not just intellectually. But they wanted him to experience it within their heart and within their life. So today we, many have wandered from the faith. They've disconnected from the living God. In Amos chapter 4, the prophet gives a vivid picture for us today. It serves both as a warning to Israel to return to God, we see Amos declare to them, prepare to meet your God. I believe Second Chronicles 7.14 is for us today. It's for the church today. It's for the nations today. It's for you. It's for me. It's for each and every one of us today. John Edwards is quoted as saying, Therefore let everyone that is out of Christ now awake and fly from the wrath to come. It's in the colonial era writing, but think about it. People have stepped away. People go through the motions. You know, it could be a situation, a bad experience at church or bad experience with someone, someone said something, someone did something. But you know, we serve a God that can restore. He can help us do it. But many, many people tend to want to step away when the 
when the rough things of life come, they step away from the church. They stop attending. And before you know it, they don't attend anymore. Their relationship, their praying, or reading the word begins to suffer. And before you know it, they're like these people going through just the motion. They call themselves Christians, but they're not Christian. They just go through the motions. It's a stark reality in the world we live in today. We cannot have revival if we don't humble ourselves before Almighty God. We can't have revival in the church. We can't have revival within our own heart and life. The prophet Amos is calling the people of God today to awaken to awaken and be prepared to meet your God. God is always there waiting and watching. He's listening. You know, as I thought about that to this message today, you know, we've talked about doom and gloom and those kinds of things, and you say, Pastor, why? But that's a reality. It's the world we live in. It's people that live in sin. People that have lost their way. There are many, many Christians straddling the fence, as they call it. They really don't know what they believe or why they believe it. One, they don't read the Word. Two, they don't know the Word. And three, they don't speak the Word. But I'm reminded what the writer tells us. God always has something better for us. But he doesn't want us to stay in, in the miry clay. He wants to put our feet on the solid rock to stay, like the, the hymn of old used to say. The writer in Amos chapter 4, verse 13 says, He who formed the mountains created the wind and revealed his thoughts to man. His thoughts are written down in the Bible. What an awesome God that would reveal that. He who turns dawn to darkness, night and day. We take it for granted, but God set that into motion. He created it. He treads on the high places of the earth. God is still active in presence in our world today. It's very important that we remember that. So take a few moments and think about it. Are we prepared to meet God? Are we ready when that day comes? Someone said, you know, we don't know the day or the hour He will come again. We don't know the day or the hour that we will we will leave this earth. But I have faith and believe when that time comes, I'll be re I'm ready. So today he's speaking to the church. He's speaking to you and I. He's speaking to the nations and leaders of the world. Are you listening? Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, what an awesome message today. 
We thank you for Jonathan Edwards, but we thank you that he was, he preached a message called Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. Lord, as we looked at that, this imagery that he wrote, so powerful for his day, I believe if I was standing there listening to that sermon, I'd be trembling in that day, in that period of time. Today, when people read it, they say, oh, well, that doesn't apply to us now. But he was calling people to awake. He was calling people back to Christ. To flee from evil. And to fly from the wrath that is to come. The nation of Israel was was spared many, many times, as we read in the scriptures. And you say, well, why didn't God just wipe them out, the Israelites? But God had a plan. You say, but that's not fair, Pastor. Why? Why? But God gives that same opportunity to you and I today. He gives us a blessing. He gives us hope. In John 3.16, he says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But verse 17 says, God sent his Son into the world, not to, to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Jesus Christ was our, is our intercessory with God the Father. That's our hope today. So I don't know where you are in your walk with the Lord today, but today can be that day that you come back. You're out of sync with Christ today. Today is the day that you can awake, as Jonathan Edwards said back in 1741. What he said back then is as relevant today as Amos written in, in his day many, many hundreds and thousands of years ago. Think about it today. The messages of the Old Testament are alive and well. They are there to speak to the nation of Israel. They are there to inspire us as Christians today. We are sons and daughters if we're Christians today. We have a God that will meet, meet us at the point of our need. But he wants us to walk and talk and live like Christians. To live a holy life. Acceptable to him. So if you've stepped away from the Lord today, today can be that day that you can, re you can repent. Tell the Lord. He's there to listen. Like I said, the scripture in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. He said, If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear their prayer from heaven and I will heal their land. There are many, many lands around the world that need to be healed. There's many, many people, groups, that need to be healed. 
God is still in the miracle working business. God can and God will heal. God can and will restore. God can meet you at your need right now. Claim it in Jesus' name. So Lord, we pray for those that are lost, that don't know you as their personal Savior. Today can be that day also. We'd be amiss of not giving that invitation. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I repent of my wicked ways. I repent of the life that I've wasted. Restore me into right relationship. I believe in you. I trust in you. I want to be ready to meet the Lord one day. When we all have to give an account, as in Revelation, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. The message is simple today. Are you prepared to meet God? Lord, we want to thank you and praise you for this message. We ask a blessing upon those that will listen, that they will have ears to hear and they will open the scripture and look at it and review it and see the truths. Lord, we thank you for Jonathan Edwards. In 2023, we were actually talking about a man named Jonathan Edwards, who was born October 5th, 1703. And he would die in 1758 at the age of 54. In those days, that would be considered, the colonial days, that would be considered um, pretty old for that time, the longevity. But God used him in a great and mighty way. There was a great awakening, a great revival that swept the nation. There were many, many people that were involved. But Lord, we just want your hand upon us this day. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us. I know it's it's probably not the message you want to hear, but it's a message that God placed on my heart. So tomorrow we will pick up on Friday with a new message of hope out of Amos chapter 4, I mean chapter 5, I apologize, and 6. Seek the Lord and live. So thank you for joining us on this Thursday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. We look forward to joining you again soon. Have a great day and God bless.